Welcome to a podcast where the social commentary is about as effective as a seven-year-old child doing your special effects on Adobe Premiere. This is Cinematic Anarchy. And uh, today we are going to be doing the second half of the uh, Mortal Kombat podcast. Uh, We're doing Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, Today I have uh, Mr. Thomas the Viking. Hello! And Miss B. Hello! And uh, we are going to be... Well, I, some of us feel positive about this movie, and some of us feel feel certain ways about having to watch this movie. So, uh, let, let's go. Let's start with the positive. Let's start with, with the man who, who feels positive. He got some positive stuff out of this movie. Go for it, Thomas. Okay. In comparison to the first one, the, the character design, as well as the uh, cast, well, the recast, I should say, for certain characters was fantastic, okay? Secondly, the actor we spoke about in the last episode, I forgot his name now, he usually plays like the secondary villain. Okay. What yes. was his name? Well, I forgot the, his name. The guy who plays Shao Kahn, yes. Go, go ahead, keep going. Yes. Yeah, he actually got to play a main villain in this. I, I actually saw his face. In my knowledge, he spent most of the time, This Burma, I watched this film when I was younger, but the majority of the time what I remember is he had his mask on. To see that he actually had the mask off and he got to play the main protagonist was really nice. Like, fair play to him. I mean, yeah, the movie was still trash. Don't get me wrong. But, like, some of the fight scenes were decent. They did one of my favourite characters, Baraka's Dirty, because they just made him look fucking god-awful. Okay. Um, The Scorpion and Sub-Zero, like, suit design looks significantly better than the first film. So, okay. We're talking Brian. Overall, overall, yeah, overall, I thought it was good. Yeah, overall, I genuinely thought it was dead, like de- it was trash, but it was decent. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, if it was that bad, it was good. So, uh, I'll give you my opinion. Oh, actually, you know what? Let, let Miss B go before I start tearing shit apart. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Yeah, a little bit, kind of was. The fucking okay. First of all, uh, okay. Wow. At the glug, end. glug, glug. Glug, glug, glug. All I can you hear is the drink. Sorry, I didn't realize this that was that loud. This is not an ASMR podcast. Do not drink into the microphone, please. <laughs> but, Thank um, you. Thank you. Liu Kang, when he turned into a fucking dragon at the end, and he, like, fell off the ledge. You have fucking wings. What? Fredo's, like, screaming at the TV. You've got fucking wings. Use them. Why do you have wings if you're going to fucking use them? <laughs> and this bitch Shiva Did she never put her fucking arms down No apparently not She's standing there like that She doesn't get tiring Well I mean let, let's be honest The character design was kind of shit For Shiva so the only way That she could walk around is with the arms in the air Because if she puts them down she's going to squash her other arms She's lived with those arms for how fucking long? Like she can figure out a way to put her arms down and relax without squishing her other arms. I, I sound like, like. Do we, we have like uh, somebody having like has some interference going on in the background here? Some uh, another television or something going on? Nope, no, that's not me. That's really weird. We're picking up something. That was you. We're picking up something on your headphones. Yes, that was you, Thomas. I don't know what that is. Anyway, fucking. <laughs> I don't know. The, the fucking graphics in the the original Mortal Kombat games were better than the graphics in this fucking movie. 
I was going to say, okay, I, I'm okay. I'm going to let you finish your thing because once I start, oh, and and that whole scene with fucking Raiden fighting the reptile. What the fuck was that? <laughs> they're they're literally just standing in front of each other doing spinny kicks and not touching each other, just dick waving, basically. Yep, 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 yep. That's pretty much what it was. Uh, what the fuck was that? Yeah, but that's pretty much what Raiden was like in the game. He just dick waved because he was so powerful. That's all that he had to do. The whole point of but Raiden. he didn't even touch. The, they didn't even fucking touch each other. They're just like, oh, look at me, do a fucking another kick. But I will agree with you on the Liu Kang thing because in the games, Liu Kang's dragon form was more of a Chinese kind of dragon, like the Mortal Kombat symbol sort of Chinese dragon. And the fact that they did a very Western dragon, I was like, that the no, that's not right. No. Yeah, exactly. That's wrong. I mean, if your if your fucking animality is going to be a dragon, you might as well go with the fucking Mortal Kombat dragon. I mean, come on. No, but the fact is fucking animality. Is what the fuck is an animality? That shit gives me cancer. Animality. It was actually prominent in like maybe <laughs> a couple of the. The animality thing was prominent in a couple of the games. Not a lot of them. I think they did away with it because it just wasn't. Yeah, it was trash. It was appropriate. It was, it was trash. trash. It was trash. It was trash. Having a spirit animal is not a trash idea for the Mortal Kombat thing, but it was not done properly. And yeah, no, Khan's one. What the? F what the actual fuck was Shao Khan's one though? The like... three-headed dragon. Uh, it didn't even look like a fucking dragon. It didn't look like a Hydra either. It didn't look like a Hydra, but, I mean, that's what I assumed it was supposed to it be. It looked right? like... It looked like a blind, three-headed snake. That's about what it was, really. It, like, had dragon heads, but it had the body of a snake, which made no sense at all. Uh, it had, like, no eyes whatsoever. It had, like, the fucking, um, alien fucking heads from Alien vs. Predator, like, the fucking... Okay. So as much as I like Brian Thompson, first of all, I'm gonna we're gonna get get the Shao Kahn design out of the way. As much as I like Brian Thompson, first of all, the helmet for Shao Kahn did not fit his head at all, at all. Second of all, <laughs> they had him looking like a cross between WWE Stone Cold Steve Austin and fucking Batista. Got the yeah. Batista build with the Stone Cold Stone Cold shaved head. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's kind of how Shao Kahn looked in the games, like, when he's... So, like, in the games, when you would, like, fight Shao Kahn to an extent and knock off his helmet, he was bold. Like, that is, that is how Shao Kahn looked. But I agree with you, the helmet that they gave him did not fit him at all. The bald head look... I didn't... I'm not saying the bald head look was bad on Brian Thompson. It just caught me off guard. It caught me <laughs> off guard. Because I've everything. He doesn't even have the Shao Kahn look. He has never been bald in anything. <laughs> they did fucking Johnny Cage dirty. Okay. Second of all, Shiva, who was obviously a a, a badly cast uh, uh, female bodybuilder, and uh, what was the the guy, the centaur there? What 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 is he? Who is he? I don't even know what his fucking name was. But there, was a, there was a name. Motaro. Motaro. It annoyed me because he was supposed to be a centaur, yeah. 
But like his back legs resembled horse legs in regards to they bent backwards. Yeah, his hind legs, like his front legs, were just like a normal dude. He was just like a normal dude with a bit of a back. But, uh, Motaro. He was like some kind of, yeah. Okay, sorry, finish. Sorry. Sorry, no, I fucking, I just deleted a whole room on Sims. But this guy <laughs> was like some kind of fucking, like, centaur, minotaur, fucking reptile, dinosaur thing. They cast some Fabio romance book cover guy to play this guy. <laughs> I, it's like they took the original movie. Who would you movie. have cast in the role? I honestly don't know. I, 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 I'm, I'd have to go back to the time, 1997, and see who would have been available. But here's, here's the problem. It's like they took the first movie and they said, okay, here's all the things that we did really, really well here. We got a fairly decent cast, and we did all right with the CGI, and we got some decent locations and some fairly good practical and special effects. Now what we need to do is we need to do away with every bit of the charismatic cast. Get rid of them. All of them. Okay, everybody, every bit of the charismatic cast from the first. Recast everybody. Bring in seriously low-level B-list actors to replace most of them. Uh, hey, you know what? Forget it. Not just B-level, low-list actors, but some people nobody even recognizes. Like, just, just throw them in there in an important role. Let's do that. And then, then let's 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 pay a seven-year-old to do our special effects on Adobe After Effects, uh, because that's all we need to do here. And then uh, the the scouting location, let's send a drunkard out that's that's just completely shit-faced and tell him to find the locations for us. And if they're not good enough, we'll just do some of this on a badly lit studio, and we'll be done. There's our movie. I think we. I think the only two recurring cast members. Was the actor who played Lee Kang and um, uh, Katana? I think her name was. Okay. Uh, I think they were, the, they were the only two recurring cast. I think everybody else was recast. Sonya Blade was bad enough in the first movie. <laughs> Why recast such a badly cast actress with somebody even worse? I, mean, I preferred this Sonya Blade to the uh, first movie, uh, Sonya Blade. The one line, the one line in the entire movie that stuck out for me was Sonya Blade. All the, sh her, all the shit that they put her through in this movie, and one line stuck out, and it's at the end when they're doing the Mortal Kombat thing, and she's like, I'm good with leftovers. Yeah, that was... Uh... I'm good with leftovers. <laughs> like, let's make a character <laughs> that's supposed to be badass, and, and, and you've already made it pathetic, let's make it even worse. Like, I don't even know. Oh, no, the... Nothing. The Jax bit got me as well. Like, Jax's whole premise was his arms were mechanical. Not they were mechanical gloves on his arms. They were... His arms were replaced with mechanical arms, yeah? Yes. And yet, at the end, at the end of this, as they're all getting slowly... They're just the arm end, enhancements. Yeah, Jax, Jax has one ripped off, and then all of a sudden... With these two arms that increase his fucking strength tenfold, he can then defeat the Minotaur that's been kicking his ass after he rips them off and then hits him once in the fucking gut and then kicks him across the face. It's like, um, no, if you were that good, you could have done that like fucking 20 seconds ago. Don't, don't, don't make it out like, oh, the gloves were what were hindering you. Fuck off. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. Uh, I mean, yeah. 
Uh, I love the Brahili at the same time. Replacing Christopher Lambert with James Remar as Raiden. And then, not like only that. that, but cutting the hair at the end of... It's what just white guy that? after white guy. What was that? What was what? What? Why? 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 Why cut the hair like that? That that that. Because I think what the Matron was showing that I scene think trying specifically, to give you like a Samson kind of effect, like oh, all he's my hair. Now. He's my more, but I'm mortal now, and part of my immortality was actually my long hair. So really, when I cut my hair. I'm mortal now. I thought that was a bit cheesy. There. It sounds like some fucking like interview with a vampire. When I, when if I'm immortal, then my hair will grow back to how it was when I became immortal. No, the one that got me as well was how these these elder gods had no idea any of this was going on yet until right at the very end. They're like, "No, this will be settled in mortal combat." It's like. That's what I'm saying. Raiden Kane was like, no, they're breaking the fucking walls, and they're like, oh, we can't do fuck all, but yet you came in at the end and did something. Right? Bitch. Exactly. I don't know. The movie franchise, like, it, it's always been terrible. I mean, it gets better. It gets better. I don't think it does. It does. It no? gets significantly better. Minus a few fuck-ups. <laughs> uh, this feels like more than a few. No, I feel like it's one of those things that they'll fuck it up enough that one or two things is going to happen. Either one, they're just going to give up making them, like we all thought they did after this film. Oh, they're actually gonna in like a fucking so many years time. There is they are gonna actually release a decent Mortal Kombat film. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But I still say the new ones. I mean, it has potential, but they just they keep swinging and they keep missing. In the, in the nicest way, it's like they've given a blind person a baseball bat and went swing for the pinata and assumed they were going to hit it and it just didn't, it hasn't happened yet. Yep. I, uh, the way I feel about Mortal Kombat is that the only really decent Mortal Kombat things that I've seen come out are the animations. Yeah, the animations are pretty fucking shit. But that's because they have no. <laughs> but they have no human limitations in regards to the animations because in an animation just like in the game you can make them do fucking anything you know what I mean right whereas we're still limited in what we can do with effects and CGI and prosthetics now until like compared to the games you know what I mean yeah. It's all human error at the minute. Like that—that's the thing. Is as a, as a species, we're very limited to what we can do with technology versus what technology can do for us. I don't know, man. I've seen people do some pretty great things with technology. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, these Mortal Kombat films—they try and rush. This is—that's the biggest problem, I think. Is yeah, they, they try they and rush, rush them out. 
because everybody's expecting it and wants it. I mean, if they really, really wanted to release a decent fucking Mortal Kombat movie, then they need to go to the guy who invented the fucking Avatar movie. Yeah, and just be like, yo, you want to make this? And just like let him, let him go wild. Yeah, it'll take like fucking six to ten years for him it's to do. It, but it would be good. Right. But it will be good. Yeah. Okay, I can agree with that. We got a lot of silent moments here, so I'm just trying to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I really here's the problem is that I I had a lot to say. I had a lot of good to say about the first movie. The second movie, there's not a lot that I have good to say. Like, I, there's a lot of things that happen that I just don't. I couldn't fathom. I I don't understand the bad CGI animality monsters. You could have cut the whole animality thing out of it. And it wouldn't have felt yeah. like quite as much of a joke. Um, I I still think, in comparison, it was significantly better than the first movie. I'm sorry if you disagree, but it was. Like, I, I would rather watch Annihilation over the first movie any day. Uh, For shame! I, I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. I really do. Uh, I would I would much yeah, rather... Yeah, I think that's preference, I would much rather watch the first movie over the second film, like, completely. Um, I I feel like there were more characters in this, but none of them were really fleshed out all this well. It just felt like you were throwing in cannon fodder. You know, like... Yeah, I mean, for like a solid two-thirds of the film, it just felt like it was a Liu Kang on his journey to find his hidden power sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like, he had to go meet the wolf and fucking go into his dream and then, you know, pass the three tests to then get hold of his fucking... And it was just like, oh, my God. Like, what was the fucking point? Uh, and here's the thing that I'm, I'm trying to understand about the whole Shiva thing. They over-exaggerated, uh, not Shiva, my apology, Sindel. They over-exaggerated Sindel's Sindel. powers in the movie. If Sindel's scream had the power to rupture the mountainside, do you yeah. think that anybody, any mortal, sorry, is going to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with her and do shit? All she's got to do is scream. No. If she can blow up a no, mountainside... They wouldn't have even made it through the pool because the the shockwaves alone from the screen would have blew their fucking heads out. Exactly. Exactly. See, I, I just... And I, the whole... Go ahead. Shiva kind of felt a bit trashy as well because she didn't even get to fight. Like, she, she jumped in at the last minute to fight and then she gets fucking crushed. Like... <laughs> Exactly. She didn't even. She stood there. She stood there for like the first part of the film with her fucking arms crossed and like ah, fucking all her shit. Uh, and then like, when she actually's about to fight, she gets crushed by the fucking cage. And I'm like, bruh, that could have actually been a decent fight as well, right? She had potential. Yeah. It was just a a lot of things that made me feel. There was. The love angle, like uh, only the love uh, 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 of Katana 
for her mother Sindel can close the portals and that whole thing kind of bothered me a little bit and then yeah. uh, Sindel's reaction to the to um, them trying to reunite was kind of a little over the top just way too over the top yeah do you know what else kind of got me like the fucking the uh, character design was Triborg what? Um, Triborg, when he goes to get fucking... Um, the guy with the missiles in his chest? Yes. Ah, gotcha. And he... It, it, that realistically looked like they ran out of money, went to the nearest fucking Amazon depot, grabbed as much cardboard as they could, and just made a suit out of it. That's what that looked like. Pretty much. <sighs> the costume design was not bad. I have to give them at the very least the costume design was not terrible. For most of the characters, no. But for Triborg, it was fucking god-awful. Um, I also think that the the, uh, the costume design for, for uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero were very, very underwhelming. Yeah, I, still, I, I thought they were significantly better to the first film's one. The first film's one was they were just wearing, like, black ninja suits with their mask and then fucking a, ye like, yellow or blue tape, basically, over their chest and shoulders. Yeah, and this looks like Grandma fucking made a Halloween costume. It still looks better than Not fucking really. tape. No. And I actually like we get to see fucking Sub-Zero's face and the scar. I liked those little details. Mm. I mean... I liked that. Yes and no. And, and the, like, this particular movie made him out to be sort of a bad guy only helping out the good guys because it benefits him. As opposed to mm. the other movie, the recent movie, which just makes him an out-and-out -out asshole. Just a murderous asshole. It in, yeah. in the second movie, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like it's to benefit him. It seemed more like he's the bad guy, but with honor. You know what I mean? Like he's the bad guy. No, no. Let me explain. Like he's the bad guy who's like, yeah, I don't like you, but I don't agree with what my boss is doing right now. So I'm going to help you to put things right because there's a certain way to things. You know what I mean? That's how it felt with him. Whereas Scorpion felt like how Sub-Zero does in the new movie. Scorpion, well, no, see, it's even Sub-Zero in the new movie has sort of a, a purpose. The Scorpion in both movies felt like nothing more than just sort of a, and I want to okay. say reanimated dead, basically. Like, like I've got a like sole a purpose, I'm, I'm being pointed there by, by an external force, but for the most part, I'm just reanimated dead. That's all. That is Scorpion, though. That is what Scorpion was. Yes. Scorpion was always the but reanimated I, dead. I prefer the way that he's been was portrayed in the most recent movie. That one, it was, it was still the same premise: reanimated dead, pointed in a place for a purpose. But for once, we see the full purpose of why and what he's gone through and all i like that aspect that side of things it was good right like in the newest movie there was enough there to tether sort of an emotional reaction to what was going on with scorpion as opposed to 
you really don't feel one way or the other about Scorpion in this movie. It's like, oh, cool, Scorpion. Look at that badass fight. Okay, we're done. You know, and that, and then you forget about Scorpion for the rest of the movie, just like the first one. Yeah, pretty much. And and let's... same with Sub Zero though. It was the same with Sub Zero. Oh my God, Sub Zero helps out. Badass fight. Says says a few words. Disappears. Don't see him again for the rest of the movie. Exactly. <laughs> they treat like they treat some of their main characters like their subplots. Uh, not even subplots. Like you, we we one one pivotal moment that just kind of feeds into Liu Kang, and not for nothing. I I don't like the guy that plays Liu Kang. Why not? I thought he was a good actor. I like so many so many martial artists out there that they could have chosen to to be Liu Kang, and while he looks the part, don't get me wrong, he looks the part, there is very little fighting ability as far as I can see, and very little charisma for the character. Do you know what I hate about these movies? And that doesn't just go for Mortal Kombat, it goes for any of these sort of martial arts related films, is when the two main characters have their fight scene, and... Instead of just having the fight, which would look badass, they have to throw in random shots of slow-mo, and it's always around about a roundhouse kick. It's always usually when a roundhouse kick happens from the fucking main character, the protagonist, that's always a fucking slow-mo, and it, it irritates me to my <laughs> fucking core. Because it's just, it's overdone, and you know it's coming, and you know you're not going to like it, but it still fucking happens, and you're like, why? <laughs> I, I have to agree yeah. with that. I do have to agree with that. I, I also think that that's one of the other things that I didn't really like about this movie, is that they relied too much on distraction techniques rather than training anybody to do any decent amount of combat. You know, the, the, the combat, the, the fight, the, the whole purpose to Mortal Kombat, the fight scenes. Is the fighting. Right. And and the fact that literally, I mean, honestly, the guy that plays Liu Kang, he, he's got the most fighting skills out of all of them. Seriously, everybody else just kind of looked like they were half-assing their way through it. You know, it's just, uh, it was kind of Yeah, sad. I mean, the fighting skills are needed, but so is the acting skills. <laughs> and yeah, but almost so, yeah, none but so, of them had it. But here's the thing, what we should really take into consideration. These people who are genuine martial artists, minus Bruce Lee, don't actually do well in these sorts of movies. I two don't know, people, man. Tony Jaa yeah. is fucking amazing. The, the well, guy who plays man Jackie Chan and Jet Li, two fucking world-renowned actors, aren't actually martial artists. No, they're, they're highly dancers, trained dancers, performers, stage. and stuntmen. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. They don't fight. They're stuntmen. They've worked on the circus. They've done dancing. That's all their karate is. It's their dancing yeah. skills. And look at how far it took them. I, it would have been ten times better, in my opinion, if they cast a young Jet Li in that movie. I thought it would have been fucking brilliant. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I could see that. I could possibly... I mean, this is 1997. I could have possibly even seen... Uh, not young, but, you know, he, he was uh, he was just... 
young enough, uh, Jackie Chan at the time, to be able to do something there. This is 97. He was young yeah. enough to be able to do that. And you saw his hair back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. It was literally... Luke, in the nicest way, if you put Liu Kang's outfit on young Jackie Chan back in the 90s, you got Liu Kang still. Like, and you would have had somebody that would have had enough charisma to carry the film, even if he was surrounded by bad actors. Because, have you seen a Jackie Chan movie? Yeah. Surrounded I mean, by... let's be honest, look at him in Rush Hour. He <laughs> carries those movies. Yeah. Carries it. Alright, so seeing as we have wrung blood out of a stone to get commentary about this movie, I think we can go ahead and move on to uh, a little bit of uh, sponsorship, and we will be back with a uh, with a pitch storm. With a pitch storm. Sounds uh, good. Three exhausted Ooh. people trying to pitch a movie. Uh, yeah, sounds brilliant. <laughs> Alright, we're back, and uh, we've got a, a little bit of a pitch storm. I... Uh, recently purchased Channel A, which is an anime pitch game, and uh, in true Pitchstorm fashion for this particular podcast, I've come up with probably the two worst premises for a animated television show humanly possible, so we're going to go dive because right into it. Because of fucking course you would. We are going to pitch first a... High school romance anime called Pretty Idol Wars. Okay, so idol as in idolized, like an idol, like a statue. So when they when they say idols, generally when they use idol, when they use the word idol in Japanese anime, for the most part, they're talking about like pop stars for the most part. Okay, so. So basically, what we're gonna have is is a is a high school romance, uh, like Japan's Got Talent sort of thing. I would say this is a a high school specifically for pop stars to keep them I out want the of the public. Mini driver. You want the teacher to be mini driver. Mini driver. Teacher mini driver. Okay, she... I can. Why, why, why do I? Why do I really want? be a dick with this um oh god what's his name now so this is a specific fucking rapper i'm thinking of wait there is his name um, dick yep yes no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> little dicky no <laughs> no 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 i want little dicky to be the principal oh i was going a completely different uh, direction i was going to say ben stein no no i okay. still think little dicky ben stein as the principal just absolute boredom as just... Yeah. Can't you keep these people under control? The monotone shit. Yeah. I I, I, I want I want the uh, school counselor to be six nine. Because nobody would go to him. Everybody would just hate him. That's literally the no, reason I, why I, I want I, the school counselor. No, I'm I'm totally down for the counselor being like six nine, the like bodybuilder type, fucking massive. Oh. <laughs> but I want Takashi six nine. I want him to be. I'm about to cut oh. six nine, so people hate him. <laughs> oh, I thought so you were talking hate. about height. No, absolutely no. fucking not. No, because everybody would hate him. Every... No, okay. I thought you were talking about the height. I want him to be six nine. 
No, I want to hate you. I'm not the fucking rapper, you piece of shit. Why the fuck would you do that? Because he would be hated by everybody. Including including the people trying to watch our show. Exactly. Yes. No, exactly. No. somebody to aim hatred towards as a character who everybody just dislikes. Like, literally nobody likes this character at all. The The show would fail just knowing that 6 9 is in it. No we'll, no, we'll get Kevin Hart to voice him. <laughs> oh, okay. So you want to no! basically make the character like Takashi uh, Six Nine can no longer do his little gig as as a rapper, and he's in hiding as a counselor in a pop star. I see what yeah. you're saying. So basically, a a comedic interpretation of him in hiding, and basically like in yes, a, basically. <laughs> yes. See, Chris gets it. Why can't you, Miss P? Because you're terrible at explaining. Not actually hiring, like, I, I don't want to pay that jackass to do anything. No. No, 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 no. We just get Kevin Hart to, vo- to voice act him. No, because, you know see, then I mean? you still got to pay him royalties for his fucking image. No, because, no, we won't make it look exactly like him. At all. We'll, like, scrub off some of the tattoos. Then why did you bring him up? Because it'll be him basically putting on makeup every day. <laughs> the only time we'll have to pay royalties is for like one episode where we see him putting on his makeup to cover his tattoos. <laughs> okay, Miss B's eye is literally twitching here. <laughs> from just Miss, Miss B is having what I had in the first part of this podcast. She's having an aneurysm. <laughs> because, just because. <laughs> no, the gym teacher should be 6'9 in height. Well, no, it would be it would be natural to have a six nine gym teacher, like you know. No, it wouldn't. You, no, I want the gym teacher to be to five two. Six nine. Right. <laughs> I want the gym teacher to be five two, and I want him to be an aggressive little motherfucker, like a little bulldog. Out of nowhere. Yeah. I I really want Snoop Dogg to be in it, voice acting the maths teacher. Specifically, his entire lessons is not like mathematics about normal maths. It's about how much weed you can legally carry and shit. Like, that's what I want him to okay, be as a maths I kind teacher. Of, I, I want to go with the same idea. I like Snoop Dogg being the math teacher, but I want to say whenever the, the anybody gets confused, he breaks it down like he's measuring out you know, yeah, exactly. okay. Let me put exactly. it in this way, and then, and then everybody. As soon as he breaks it down, like he, he he's uh, selling pot, he's just everybody's like, oh yeah, I fucking get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what. <laughs> I, no, I just I want I want like after class, um, just every so often after class, like fucking little Dicky will come in to ask like Snoop how his lesson went, and he just pulls out some like fat ass joint from his drawer. <laughs> that's oh, that's who I want. By the way, for the the gym teacher, I want this little aggressive guy, right? I want it played by Joe Pesci. This little aggressive okay. bulldog okay. guy. I, I, oh, what, what's his fucking name? Oh, what were you thinking? Um, uh, the, the 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 F is for family. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Oh, Bill Burr would be even better. Yeah, much better than Joe Pesci. Okay. Much better. Okay, no, I like that. I like that. We'll go with Bill Burr. <laughs> but the two main, the two main characters who I feel like the love interest part of it should be about. Um, I, I I want them voiced by two actual anime uh, people, which is everyone who's listening can look up who these actual people are. 
but it's the voice actor who plays Meliodas in Seven Deadly Sins and the female voice actress uh, from Sword Art Online. Just those two characters. Fantastic. I'm not looking them up. I told you I wasn't. I'm not looking them up. No, no, no. Why do you think I just said anyone listening in can look them up? (laughs) Okay? Is that bad for you, Chris? Well, see, here's the thing. is that when you start saying stuff like that, I can't add anything to it. I can't add anything. Neither I'm sorry. can I. I got nothing that they, I can add there. Way, they're very good. They're very good. Trust me. They Beautiful. Are, they, are okay. good, they are good at their voices. Beautiful. Let's move on. <laughs> Next. Who, 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 do you, who, do you want, who do you want for the literature teacher? So like the English teacher, basically. Have we, have we begun to realize that this... Uh, Tim this... Curry. Who? I just asked you for the English teacher. Tim Curry. Can he? Can, okay. can he? At this point? He's gotten better. He can, he can voice better. act. Yeah, he, he can still voice act. Okay. He, okay. I'm not asking I haven't him to, actually, like, you know, I haven't heard do him major stunts. I haven't heard him speak lately, so I just, I didn't know. I was unsure. I don't know. Uh... Yeah, you know what I've realized that we've we've actually given we've got an entire crew like an entire cast full of teachers and the pop stars are just like these things that are just there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the pop star, no, the pop stars and all those those are the like teachers basically. They've all had some form of a career in a pop sort of aspect. Okay, but we I'm still need the students. I feel like this should be flavor of the week, so we should have like. Each weekly episode is focused around a specific pop star who comes in and voice acts for that particular character. And occasionally okay. they link, they come in, they do voice acting throughout the series, but it sort of should just be sort of flavor of the week pop star. Whoever the hell it is that happens okay. to be popular at the time, you know? Okay. Uh, and you could do that all over the world. You don't have to just specifically keep it to... American pop stars, you can go literally all over. The hey, world. what less? What lesson are we in this week? I mean, Why I assume since K-pop it's an thing? anime, we're going to be going with like Japanese pop stars. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we, it's English dubbed, we'd have a lot of. Uh, but it's still American based out of Japan. Yes, but a lot of these American and fucking UK and everyone sort of like rappers have become popular over there as well. That is stuff yeah. like that as well. Like, five, like, there was a five seconds of summer song that was recorded in, I think, China or Japan. Like, that was... And they know them very fucking well. They're big fans of five seconds of summer. It's also widely known that there's a lot of pop stars that even have releases that end up in, in Japan, Korea, China, mm. that never even make it over here. Like yeah. fucking like Snoop Dogg's that fucking big. The like the Korean the Korean pop idol is Psy. You obviously you guys remember Psy for Gangnam Style, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He did a song with Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg was popular over there in Korea. I'm not surprised, but you know then, what I mean, so. then again, Snoop Dogg did this thing for a little while where he was basically only on other people's tracks. So like, but I think, wasn't that like the majority of his career for the longest time? I think that's what a lot of uh, fairly famous rap artists end up doing, is that they do their own albums, and when they've run out of their own material, they're just like, hey, I'll come sit on yours for a little while. What do you say? Well, no, that is, it's, I, don't know, I think it's because, like, with Snoop Dogg, 
he's that worldly like known, he's that popular, that stuff for him, he doesn't really need to release his own material anymore because people know who he is. Um, <clears throat> Snoop Lion? Snoop Lion? <laughs> that, that lasted so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So... I guess I, I guess that's our premise too. Is that we have aging pop stars from the past that are passing their knowledge on to musicians and pop stars of the present in sort of a secluded high school format. I want to say this is sort of like where pop stars go to get educated because they're constantly on the road. Can we have an episode where Kiss just appears, please? <laughs> just Kiss appears. I, no, I, oh, no, 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 no. I want, they're not even doing anything. They're just standing there. I want Kiss ah. to appear in an assembly as dare cops. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with this. You know, just get just get the crew together to just act like the, the, those cops, the guys that always came in to do the whole dare program that everybody was just like, what the fuck are we sitting here for? What are we, what are we doing? Right, you, you guys think we're this stupid. All right, fine. I'll sit through an hour and a half assembly and listen to this. Why? Because guess what? For that hour and a half, I don't have to be in class. <laughs> Each one of their assemblies is not actually like a normal assembly. It's a fucking concert for the like pop star of the week, basically. Right? I okay. thought that'd be good. Yeah. Talent show of the week? <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a... I want, like... I want like okay, certain, so certain make the school like the the folks. like the school from Victorious. Yeah, I, I could see it. Yeah, I, I what I want is I want each pop star that comes in to be their stereotype version of themselves. It's like if the Jonas Brothers came on, that they're <laughs> trying to promote chastity stuff, like they've got the chastity rings, and I really I want them to overly promote it. You know what I mean? Just like hit the stereotypes like really fucking hard. Like when Kiss comes on, fucking Gene Simmons is there with his fucking tongue like wiggling out all the fucking time. Right, because you know it wouldn't I mean? be uh, a <laughs> yeah. Japanese anime without people having weird powers for no reason. Exactly, it's it's the point. It's an anime. <laughs> you can over exaggerate certain things. Like like how Miss B before we went into this was talking about tentacles. You can give Gene Simmons his, like, tentacle-like tongue. Yes! It's just overly fucking long and wiggles about freely. Yes! Just a... Just throw a random tentacle in there. Exactly. Just a tentacle <laughs> tongue. That's, uh... That's beautiful. <laughs> Alright. What? What? What the fuck <laughs> was that? That was Miss doing the tentacle tongue impersonation. Right? <laughs> oh. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our second, uh, our second premise here, and this one's even worse than the first one. You ready? Okay. Yeah. The premise of the show is simply cross-dressing. Okay. The name of the I'm show. Cool the name of the show. Full Metal Cutie Panic. I love okay. it. So the main character. That's the name of my roller derby team. The main character. <laughs> Who I want to voice is 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 this guy who I listen to do do podcasts all the time. His name's Chris. I want him to be the main the main character's voice. What? Oh, 
Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I want you to, Chris. I want you to be the main, the like, the voice for the main character. Ah, uh, uh, I, I guess. All right, fine. Yeah, uh, I'll do it. As long yeah. as I'm getting paid, right? Yeah. If you insist. We pay in anime DVDs. Here you go. <laughs> you get to pick the anime out of this category of the shit we can't sell. <laughs> okay. So what? Okay, we got. First of all, I now want to get like I want to get one of those jackets, kind of like the pink ladies back in, in the in the Grease movie, except for I want to get one for Mr. Yeah. G now that says yes. Full Metal Cutie Panic on the back. <laughs> I love it. I'm down for that. <laughs> We're gonna. We got to start a whole roller, uh, uh, roller derby. Not roller derby. What am I thinking? Is that what it is? Roller derby. Roller derby. Yeah, a whole roller yeah. derby league with that as the central. There, there we go. Yes. Full metal cutie panic. All right. Uh, actually, actually, that's not a bad idea for the premise of the show. Roller, like roller derby. Roller leagues. derby team. One of the teams is full metal oh, cutie yes! panic. Right. What I want. The difference is, this is a bunch of jackass guys who could not make it in the male roller derby league, and think that by cross dressing and going into the women's roller derby league, that they're going to do better, and they're constantly getting their ass kicked and handed to them. I fucking what, love what it. I, what I want. What I want in this then is is like the like so. <laughs> I, I really want. Like, you to have, like, one of them big, brutish character females sort of thing, but I want them to be voiced by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, my you know God, I, mean? I love like, it. Like, just so fucking deep-voiced, you know what I mean? Like, so masculine, but dressed up coach. like a full-blown female. Okay. I want their coach to be this fucking jacked Russian woman. Yes. You really, you really like that whole thing that was going on with the the, the uh, Last of Us too, don't you? Oh yeah. <laughs> you you really you really love that. I want to be strong like man. I want to be strong like beach with like bear in forest. Yes. I mean, that's fair gonna enough. be that's gonna be tattooed. No, that's gonna be tattooed across this Russian coach's back. Okay, <laughs> and it's in Russian. Translates to I don't want to be strong like man. I want to be strong like bitch who fight bear in forest, and then it's just like a portrait of her fucking like fucking. No, I want I want it to be like a nice framed portrait of a bear skull. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, flowers and everything. Some like fancy Victorian shit. Okay. Yeah, I just want I want like the whole team. To be like overly masculine characters, but like they look feminine, sort of thing. And the coach knows about all of it, and she's just like, I don't give fucks. Okay. This so fuck. Like fucking Will Smith voices one of these fucking characters as well. Yeah. I'm like, I, I, I could see Will Smith doing some of that. Um. Hmm. You, you guys are. Um, not Will Smith. Hang on. What's what's that, that fucking? But, but Chris, but Chris is definitely one of the characters. Chris is a hundred percent one of these characters. Can't I be the coach? Where's my? No, no, no. <laughs> no, you're the main character. I'm the main. 
I know what it is. You know what I'll be? I'll be the guy that you, you know how they do like how I met your mother. How there's like this narrator that kind of just kind of goes yes. over all the fucked up things that he had to go through. I want to be the narrator for like the littlest guy on the team. Okay. I love it. Fucking. You just like explaining the whole situation to your kids and like so. You see so this is me. They're not your mothers. And I, so this is me, and I bet you're wondering how I got there. <laughs> yes, that would be perfect. I want I want you to like pause the fucking show and everything, like Kusko does on fucking Emperor's New Groove. Pulls out the fucking dry erase markers. He's telling this entire story to his teenage children on the other side of soundproof plexiglass in a prison. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hundred percent. This is how I got a restraining order from your mother. Uh. <laughs> and, and, no, 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 no. And what the whole premise of it is every fucking time, like, they finish the roller derby, he gets in his car, takes off his wig and shit, and what, wipes off the makeup and gets into normal clothes just to drive home to his wife and go, yeah, I had a fun time at the bar, honey. <laughs> oh. No, I love that. I, I love that. I like the idea of just... Uh, the I, I, there's a couple of guys that I would definitely recommend putting in there. Like John Lovitz would make a perfect voice actor for something like this. I want I want John Mulaney. John Mulaney would be perfect too. And what what's the guy that uh, is it Nick Nick Kroll? Yes, would be great in that too. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> I want Brock Lesnar to make a guest appearance as a voice actor. Yeah, okay. Just as, like, someone who's already done it in the past and is kind of telling you where you're going wrong. <laughs> right, right. I'm thinking, uh, like, oh, no, because, you know, have you seen, uh, yeah, da, da, Dodgeball? The guy in the wheelchair yes. in Dodgeball. Uh, Brock Lesnar can play that oh guy. Yes! <laughs> Basically play a version of that guy. You kind of almost have to do a parody version, but... But yes, uh, I'm here 100%. for it. Uh, all right. Okay. We've almost this. This is going to be funny. This would be funny. I, I think. I mean, I would watch. I this. want this. <laughs> Do you know what would make me laugh right now? Is if like fucking some Japanese anime right at here's this podcast, and then like in like two three years time, we just fucking see it released on Netflix. <laughs> like, oh my god! Yes, they listen. <sighs> I'd watch the fuck out of it. I would I laugh would for too. I'm like, I, I would be that guy that when I had kids one day, I would sit there and be like, so I pitched this before they released it. <laughs> and just show them the podcast. You're like, oh, listen, see, I told you. <laughs> Take it to a lawyer. Can I get any money out of this? Yeah, can, can we claim some royalties for this shit? <laughs> I would, I, yeah, I was going to say, I would laugh about five seconds and then I would be like, yes, hello, uh, I need representation. There have been several different uh There have been several different pitch storms that we've done that we've been proud enough of that we're like this this really could work as something like there was one that I was talking to you about. I'm actually still trying to find the fucking audio for. I can't find it anywhere. But I think it was after Becky that we talked about it, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, okay. 
the 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 one that uh, it was the the Las Vegas episode with the old timer gangsters versus the uh, new metal groups that were supposed to be performing and using oh, yeah. television to take over the world. Yeah, over the world, <laughs> over the world. We thought that was actually a pretty, and that, the whole idea was like one of the uh, one of the few things that we saw was like somebody was wearing blue bunny slippers that were just splattered with blood. <laughs> okay. So, uh, the... yeah. What? What? Who? Anyway, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. So a lot of these things. For a Saturday morning, I think we've done pretty well, and I think uh, we're gonna go ahead and draw this to a close for today. Thank you ready? to our many tens of listeners uh, for uh, <laughs> tuning into the podcast once again. We really appreciate you, even if you're just one of those people that popped in for the one, the one time. And and God damn it, Thomas. God damn it. I mean, honestly, if <laughs> the hair, the, what did I the do? hair, <laughs> it was just it was sitting there like two little. I'm sorry, you can't. You don't have a visual for the podcast. I know because we're not recordings, but your hair was just sitting there like this, like two little blue like antlers, <laughs> like moose antlers, just. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to end the podcast, and all I just see is out of the corner of my eyes these, these two blue antlers just sticking out of the top of your head. You're you're so pretty, Thomas. You're so pretty. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> On behalf of myself, Miss B, and 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 Thomas, the uh, blue antler Viking, uh, thank you for. For stopping in today, and uh, remember, you can uh, listen to us on pretty much any one of the podcasting formats. You can also leave messages for us on Anchor if you'd like to become part of the show and just sort of have one of your messages, uh, either praising us or berating us. Leave us one, because, you know, we haven't gotten one yet. Uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Drink some water! Yeah, stay hydrated. Oh, that what we're ending with now? Stay hydrated? Yes. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. All right. Stay hydrated.